Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one new page of Talmud every day. And if you have been paying attention, you know that this music that you just heard, this theme song, is a brand new theme song, which could only mean one thing. It is a brand new tractate. Farewell to thee, tractate Nadarim. Hello to you, tractate Nazir. And here to introduce us to all the things that we have to look forward to. Give us a little saucisson, if you will, a little amuse-bouche, a little taste of what's in store for the next week is our dear friend and teacher, Rabbi David Bashevkin. How are you, my friend? Leo, what an absolute joy, and I cannot believe we're already standing at the doorsteps, the entryway to a new tractate. And this tractate is truly incredible, which outlines the concept of Nazirus, which in many ways is like a first cousin or even a sibling to the notion of a neder. But this is a very specific type of vow. It is one vow by accepting upon yourself Nazirus. A person has certain obligations and sense of holiness. They're unable to cut their hair. They're not allowed to drink wine and they are not allowed to become ritually impure. And it's very strange in the way that the Torah describes the notion of Naziris is it used the verb of yafli, which means to articulate. But if you know a little bit of Hebrew, the word yafli also includes the word pella, which if you've ever hung out with Israelis, and I know you have, a pella means a wonderment. It's wild. It's incredible. It's transcendent. And the question is, what is so transcendent about this collection of prohibitions of becoming a Nazir any different than the abilities that we already learned about and already know about in Tractate Nidarim? We know you could take a prohibition to take a haircut. We know you could take a prohibition from entering a graveyard or from eating grapes and wine. So what is it specifically about Nazirus that has a, such a special category? And what's really amazing is there's a prophetic story about Shimshon, who was one of the great judges that were told, who literally almost had like superpowers and they were all contingent upon his hair. And I think there's something really unique about why hair is so central to the image and imagery and power of Naziris itself. And I think the answer is, is that a lot of times we look at our hair and our image and this is the way that we kind of conceive of our own beauty, of our own loftiness, of our own wow. And you know people who are going and eating supplements and getting hair transplants and taking Rogaine to make sure that they're able to maintain the youthfulness and beauty that they were familiar with in their very image. And what we're going to see in Tractate Nadarim is the ability to transcend your image and the Pella, the wonderness, to find beauty and holiness, even when a person is unkempt and divorced from society. Even in the outskirts, somebody who doesn't look great, somebody who's, whose hair is, is grown wild, is able to be a receptacle for incredible holiness because they are transcending the more superficial image of how they think of themselves and their own self-concept. And Rip Tzeltik says something very beautiful. He says that every aspect of the human body corresponds to a different part of the Jewish people. You know, you have the eyes of the Jewish people, the ears of the Jewish people, the heart of the Jewish people. 
And Rav Tzadik wonders, who is the hair of the Jewish people? And Rav Tzadik says something so beautiful. He says that the hair of the Jewish people are people who think that they are expendable, who think that they're not wanted. You know, hair grows back. You don't feel pain in your hair. It's something that if you cut it off or you shave it off, you know it, it'll it come back, maybe not as thick as it was before, but it'll be back. It doesn't feel pain really when you squeeze a piece of your hair as opposed to the rest of your body. It's the part of our nation that feels expendable, that doesn't seem necessary, that doesn't seem integral or essential. And at the heart of Tractate Nazirus is finding the inherent holiness, the essential holiness, even in those areas of our lives that feel expendable. And the greatest wonderment, the greatest Pella, so to speak, in Hebrew, the most transcendent idea is that even those who feel on the outskirts, even those who feel expendable, even those who feel unnecessary, can be incredible receptacles for dignity and holiness in their lives. Oh Hashem, and I cannot wait to explore this tractate with you. Rabbi David Bashevkin, thank you so much for being our guest. My absolute pleasure, and I am so excited for this journey. This has been Take One. If you enjoyed the show, and I hope that you do, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And get your Take One merch, t-shirts, mugs, and other great stuff at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Roske, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Tanya Singer, Courtney Hazlett, Robert Scarmucha, and Mark Oppenheimer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic. Thank you.